everybody, and welcome back to another episode of RTC Recap. We're your hosts, Bitbat and Tanuki Alex. Today's episode is titled RTC Recap Episode 48. In today's episode, we will be covering a variety of topics such as the Natalie Clavel drama, Amon's interview on VentureBeat, the Robloxian High School Summer Update, and many more. Before we get started, remember to like, subscribe, and turn on notifications so you won't miss out on any future videos. Also, we will be uploading our Let's Talk Roblox podcast to this channel, which consists of Quick Bites style content that covers drama to the point without cutting any corners. They will be featured in a separate playlist. Now, let's get started with our first new segment, and what will be the main focus of this video, the Natalie Clavel UGC drama. Oh, and one last thing, because Natalie is leaving Twitter and Roblox for good, our pin accessory may be requested to be made by someone else instead of her, and could possibly not make it to the catalog. We appreciate your understanding. And our first news story for today is about Natalie Clabo, a popular UGC creator who got exposed on Twitter for allegedly taking game ideas, racism, and much more. Let's first read her goodbye statement to see her point of view about the situation, as we have a no-bias policy. I was very happy that with the support of my legal advisors, the anonymous account responsible for sharing untruths about me was removed as of the original tweets. Trolls become very creative when they set out to harm someone. This person along with many of you have been very relentless in trying to harm me. Not only that, but death threats have been made against me and my family, which is so disturbing that I have made the decision to leave Twitter indefinitely. I know many of you will be saying I am running or this proves I am guilty. No amount of logic will change your mind and that's okay, but I will no longer be tolerating any further harassment and will take necessary legal action if I continue to receive threats. I will not be making any additional statements and do not feel anything additional is owed of me. Thank you to people who have only assumed the best of me. I caution you all to remember that just because something is online does not make it true. People when determined can manipulate information to fit their narrative. I wish all of you well and truly hope you receive good things. I'm going to get back to my normal life and hope you do the same. I will not be responding to any comments or message going forward. In addition, she has also been accused of ghosting people that she has made a UGC retweet deal with, and was blamed for stealing many games without permission, including Arcade Island and AFK to save the oceans. Some of her clients have been unhappy with her work, complaining of reused models and poor quality. Here's what one of the alleged victims, Beastie Blake 101, creator of Arcade Island, has to say. Thread. Last year, Natalie Clabo willfully stole the name and theme of Arcade Island to turn it into a simulator. I never want drama. However, in light of the recent events, I believe it is my responsibility to share truth in how I was treated regardless of what happens to me. I was shown a video by a fan and reached out. After reaching out, she posted, Roblox kids with their non-existent trademarks and non-binding contracts trying to threaten legal action. This tweet and others were shortly deleted after friends and I replied. At the time of posting this, several tweets under play BPP or studio Teasing the upcoming game are still up. Here's one of those tweets. Teaser for upcoming game. Are you ready for some fun? Hashtag Roblox. Hashtag Roblox Dev. With two more message requests from myself, two weeks later, I finally received a response. This response seemed rather random, seeing that the game was originally going to be called Trampoline Island. It is generally frowned upon to copy the title of an established game. Arcade Island at the time had been out for quite a while. It was also on the Play Together store for a few weeks. It was number one in search results for Arcade Island and number two for Arcade. A simple search would show the original title of my established game. 
The description of the game was also oddly similar into my own and how it was laid out. Comparing the two descriptions, it seemed that my description was used as a reference. As you can see here, there's both emojis, play over 15 working arcade games, play games in the arcade. I replied back to Natalie and honestly looking back, wish I would have stood up for my own work more. I believe I had had around 100 followers at the time. Admittedly, I was very nervous and began to accept her proposed resolution too quickly. Hi Natalie, before I begin, I appreciate you taking the time to message me back and I appreciate your consideration to come to a resolution within this issue. That being said, I must say, being ignored for nearly two weeks is not only frustrating, but stressful for myself and the remainder of the team. This period of time, as well as other unethical, quickly deleted posts, including Roblox kids with their non-existent trademarks and non-binding contracts trying to threaten legal action and best decision anyone could ever make, are comments I can say confidently that no developer, regardless of status, should be making whether directly or indirectly. In regards to the game, you, Natalie, you are the only person that knows where the origin of your game came from. Although the evidence points against you not knowing, including the time my game was out for the public to play, the game descriptions being similar in design agreeable upon audiences other than myself, my game appearing the number one search result for Arcade Island and number two for Arcade, only you have the truthful answer to the roots of your game. Taking a look at your commissions for ads and logos, and although you continue to hire artists long after my message, as well as looking up your logo designer and finding the majority of his products cost 10 Robux a page, I'm somewhat willing to agree that rebranding would be a pricey solution. However, myself and the development team are willing to come to possible terms with you adding simulator to your own game. I will be further in contact with my development team to hear their final thoughts. Natalie made a response within minutes, claiming to have hundreds of unchecked DMs. At the time, she had opened 3D modeling commissions. From a business perspective, it seemed senseless to order and ignore DMs with open commissions. I replied and to my regret accepted the compromise. I had asked Natalie a few more questions in my reply. I had asked about how my game and myself couldn't have been noticed. She said she wouldn't answer any more questions likely because she had no more logical answers. By now, I was desperate. I was watching the simulator get 100 plus players, and I just wanted my game to have the chance to grow in the future. I reached out for someone that said they are going to create content for the game to try and share the truth behind it. Still nervous. Natalie proceeded to make a tweet regarding this exchange. This tweet, although truthful and that I accepted the compromise, didn't highlight the rest of her communication. I also claimed she rebranded when in reality she added one word to the title. An account named Jake Brown unrelated with my organization, question the situation, leading to several rude comments. One comment reads, you have zero knowledge of game development and it shows. The account also replied with this video. Natalie later discontinued the game, claiming it was bleeding money. Why am I posting this now? Natalie's posts about her comments are rather unorganized and very conflicting stories. In one post she apologizes and the other she claims the account was a troll. This cannot continue. I have seen other posts occasionally complaining, I cannot allow this to continue. I hate drama and cancel culture, my goal here is to spread information and hopefully encourage change. I care for all and hope all can learn to be better people, my tweets reflect that. Please read before replying. For those of you sending hate to any user involved, shame on you, hate doesn't help change. Regardless of how people act, there is a real person behind every creator. Despite all my frustration, I still respect and care, you should too. Do you think Natalie is on the right side? 
or perhaps Blake and the public are on the right side? Let us know in the comments below. Now onto our second news segment. Our second news story for today is about Ammon, also known as It's Ammon, being featured on VentureBeat as an up-and-coming game developer. This article details some of his failures and successes as well as having a personal interview with him and what his plans are on Roblox for the future. Let's read the article. A 16-year-old takes his shot at Roblox fame as a native game maker by Dean Takashi on July 18, 2021. Eamon has been playing games on Roblox since he was 10. Then, he started making games. And like many others building games on the popular user-generated content platform, Eamon wants to move up the ladder to making a living creating those games. He's part of what I call the leisure economy, where you get paid to play games and create them, and he has already amassed a lot of experience for someone so young. Now at the ripe old age of 16, the Washington State native and high school student has more than 47,000 Twitter followers and 11,000 YouTube subscribers. He has worked for two years as head of marketing at Swifty Studios and his trailers have generated more than 5 million views. He also runs a Creator Spotlight segment posted on the official Roblox social media channels. What's fun about Roblox itself is just the diversity of experiences that are on the platform, he said. There are just so many different games that are on it. One of my favorite things about being on Roblox itself is just the sort of ecosystem that we have. There are tons and tons of people on, like, that are connected via Twitter or Instagram or TikTok, and we are all like a huge family. One of the cool things that I like is about it is the freedom to be creative and just hop onto Roblox Studio and make whatever you really want to make. Runger has helped the Swifty Studios Mad City YouTube channel hit 95,000 subscribers. Mad City is a cops and robbers game that is the 14th most played game on Roblox with 1.7 billion visits. And he is working on the sign for Backbone, which makes a handheld controller for the iPhone. That work helps me fund a lot of what I do on Roblox making games, Runger said in an interview with GamesBeat. A big opportunity. But time is short. And so he's working on his own game, Dub Legends of Clucky. Eamon sees a lot of big teams moving in to create games on Roblox. Many of the top games are now being made by teams with more than 10 people. And so while the getting is still good, Eamon wants to take a shot at making a hit game as a native Roblox game developer who blew up with the platform. It's a big opportunity. Roblox's games have become so popular that people have played the best ones billions of times. For the year 2020 on average, 32.6 million people came to Roblox every day. And the year ended December 31st, 2020, users spent 30.6 billion hours engaged on the platform, an average of 2.6 hours per daily active user each day. For the month of April alone, daily active users were 43.3 million, up 37% from April of last year and up sequentially from 42.3 million in the month of March 2021. Hours engaged in April were 3.2 billion, up 18% year over year and flat sequentially from March 2021. Those numbers enabled Roblox to go public in a direct listing in March at a valuation of $41.9 Still, Eamon said that young game developers should be aware that their riches aren't that easy to come by. My first bit of advice would probably be that success does not happen overnight, Eamon said. You can't hop on Roblox and make a game overnight and expect it to be on the front page. Many games do blow up overnight, but I just want to help people who are interested in getting into Roblox development to know that it's not that easy. It takes a lot of dedication and a lot of learning to be able to make a game that is at the level that is required to have a successful game. 
back when he was 10 years old. Eamon grew up as a fan of Doctor Who, and he would search for simulators of things that were in the show. And usually somebody had made a version of the Doctor Who gadgets on Roblox, so he downloaded the game and checked it out. I just fell in love, he said. He spent a lot of time looking at YouTube videos to try and understand how to make games on Roblox. He learned scripting and programming and watched tutorials by a YouTuber named Alvin Blocks, who posted videos on how to make a car, how to make sounds, how to make doors open, and other things for Roblox games. Eamon's games have not been successes, but they taught him a lot. His parents were a bit skeptical of the online interaction with people they didn't know, but they let him keep pursuing his passion. The Road to Pro Eamon made one title called Mini Skek Minigames, a collection of minigames dedicated to a YouTuber named Skek who has 3.9 million subscribers. Skek has created his own avatar, and Eamon built a 3D model based around that as a kind of homage. The game got nearly 100,000 visits. If you add up all the work, Eamon is making a good living at Roblox. His goal is to pay for college. I'm about 75% of the way there, he said. Eamon's situation isn't unique. When more than 1.25 million creators have made money in Roblox, but making a hit game is his ambition. He has two other friends, Mac and Erikura, at Team Clucky working on the Legends of Clucky game and he's trying to make it a more polished production than he has done before. We're pretty much friends, we do a lot of things together, he said. The game puts players inside a building where they are trapped. There are terminals around the building that you have to hack. You get superpowers like X-ray visions, collect totems, activate them, and avoid Clucky, the big boss of the game. Eamon's bid is to do what he can to keep Roblox for the kids. Corporate Game Developers Professional game development studios are making their mark on Roblox. Toy Studio and Zag Games said that their Roblox game, Miraculous RP Quest of Ladybug and Cat Noir, has exceeded 100 million plays in just 7 weeks. Eamon is fine with that, but he also believes that the native game developers, the kids who grew up playing Roblox, have an advantage when it comes to creativity. Corporations do a lot of advertising and paying people for sponsorships. And on Roblox, that just does not work, he said. That's not chi how children decide to play games. The corporations can be successful on Roblox, but there is a barrier about having a passion for Roblox that they have to get over. If you are getting paid to make a game and told what to do, there is a passion or creativity that is lost. Eamon added, There is definitely truth to the shift towards studios with teams of people, but my personal reaction to that is that I hope that people who founded the original games get to keep the drive that they had to create games and keep their personalities in the games. When you create a game with a whole team, it can lose some of its charms and other sorts of corporate things start to creep in. I hope that the people who originally created the game keep their creativity inside of it one way or the other. Our third story for today is about Kaneko Kitten slowing down on YouTube. Congratulations to Kaneko. He has managed to pay off his house and now feels he can live a comfortable lifestyle without having to do the stressful bite-sized episodes every day. Here's what his Discord message reads. I'm just gonna keep it clear that as of now, I'm gonna be slowing down on YouTube a bit. Not quitting, but explaining a few things. I already pulled the cat out of the bag on Twitter, but I've recently just bought a house entirely paid off. No mortgage, pure cash. Since I have this freedom financially now and no longer have to stress myself too hard on making money, I'm going to be slowing down on YouTube. Not uploading every single day anymore, just every other day, most likely. 
I appreciate you, all of you for being part of this journey with me. Especially my friends that kept me going when I felt down and the ones that inspired me in the first place. Much love. His Twitter message reads, I bought a house fully paid off at 22. At this point, I will start slowing down on YouTube more than likely. I don't need to stress myself on money anymore. I'd like to put more time into my videos and have them be essay type format videos. Not quitting, but just where my head's at. Gotta really give it to my friends for grinding super hard and showing me that things get better if you strive for things to be alright. Emotionally supported me and kept me going. Big thanks to everyone over at Roblox 2 for the help over the years. Lovely people. Thank you everybody for watching this video. Our Let's Talk Roblox podcast now is an Instagram account. We would appreciate if you left a 5 star rating on Apple Podcast. We are currently number 2 for Roblox and the 50th most popular podcast in Canada. Help us reach number 1 for gaming podcasts. We'll see you next episode.